The Commonwealth Government is set to streamline the Northern Australia Infrastructure Facility. The program offers low-interest loans for infrastructure projects across Northern Australia. Now, joining me on the line to talk more about this is the Federal Minister for Northern Australia, Keith Pitt. Good morning. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners. Now, Minister, the Government is going to be announcing the changes as part of next week's federal budget and are aimed at making it easier to access the funds. What exactly is going to change? Oh, well, there'll be a number of changes. Firstly, we're looking to make sure that we can lend faster. Uh, I'm looking to expand the eligibility criteria so there's more projects that uh, can access the fund and increase the government's risk appetite. So uh, in places, that it'll be acceptable uh, for the Commonwealth to be the majority risk holder. And we also want to be able to deal with those smaller projects, that $1 to $5 million area in terms of loans, and we'll do that through co-partnering with other finance service providers. Do you find that you get many requests for those smaller loans? Well, generally, the NAFE has been looking at those bigger transformational projects, and they do take a lot of time to assess and develop and get all their permits and get everything pushed forward. But in the post-COVID world, uh, I think every project will continue to be important. Uh, those smaller ones are just as important as a large project, particularly for a small regional centre. Mm-hmm. You know, a $5 million loan to a manufacturing facility, for example, that's located in Cloncurry or somewhere in the Territory, uh, is incredibly a big deal for that local community and we want to make sure that we're uh, providing access e- equitably right across the north. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it is absolutely essential and I understand that the changes are also going to include expanding the program um, to buy equipment and train staff and also expand existing operations. Why are these changes going to help businesses and, and different projects, do you think? Well, previously the NAFE was restricted to funding just the physical construction work. So as an easy example, if you wanted to build a railway line and run some trains, well, the NAFE could fund the construction of the track, but not the rolling stock. So they couldn't finance the Mm. trains and the carriages. Uh, So, you know, if you want to be viable, we we need to be able to look at those projects in a holistic way. Now, it will take changes to the legislation. They will have to go through the House and the Senate, uh, but we are getting on with delivery for the NAFE. They've already committed some $2.4 billion in investment decisions, and we want to get out as much as we can, as quickly as we can, to projects that matter for the North. Now, I know that obviously there has been still quite a bit of funding go out, but, but really it's not as much as what a lot of people would have hoped. I mean, are you hoping that these changes get things moving and and really enable more projects, more businesses to be able to utilise the NAIF? Well, one of the challenges has been the delays within the states and territories. Uh, On average, 261 days to make a decision on something that doesn't affect their balance sheet and for which the Commonwealth takes all the risk. Uh, So we are changing the legislation to allow uh, the Commonwealth to make a decision in particular circumstances to fund directly, uh, particularly where politics gets in the way, Katie, as you know, that happens. I mean, some of these projects, uh, it took a year uh, for for the states or territories to decide whether, you know, the Commonwealth could provide a loan. 260 days on average. So we are looking to speed this up. And if you're a commercial proponent, you just can't wait a year for someone to decide if you can have a loan. No, you really can't. And, Minister, this is something that I'd actually caught up with uh, Nicole Madison, the Deputy Chief Minister, about earlier in the week. And I'd spoken to her about it in her portfolio of mining. And and the issue that we were sort of, you know, we were talking about is I'd asked whether there are or why there are such delays on some of our mining projects. And she'd actually pointed to the fact that in some cases, it's difficult for these projects to get that capital or get that funding. Take a listen to what she had to say. 
Well, we've got a raft of different projects there, Katie, that are on the books and some of them are really close to getting out of the ground, mm -hmm. but the issue doesn't tend to be approvals. I want to be very clear about that. Uh, the issue tends to be about being able to lock in capital and finance for these companies. So uh, that investment journey is some of the work that we're doing with, of course, the Territory Economic Reconstruction Commission about how can we unlock uh, you know, capital into the Northern Territory through that private sector investment. That's why we've got somebody like Gail Kelly there and Andrew Liveris helping us with that work because they've got that international global experience about working with uh, big companies and big projects and, and how they secure finance. I've also, of course, met with uh, Keith Pitts, the Minister for Northern Australia, to discuss the NAIF and uh, ways in which it could be more more flexible and more agile to the needs of the Northern Territory. I mean, taking those Comments into account, Minister. How can the NAIF be more flexible or more agile, do you think, for Territorians wanting to access funding? Uh, well, well, as I've said, we, we are expanding the eligibility criteria. Uh, the, the capacity to go around the states and territories where necessary will take, on average, 260 days out of the decision. An uh, increased risk, risk appetite uh, will mean that more projects can be funded. Uh, and those smaller projects, that $1 to $5 million space, uh, where we can on land through other finance providers, I, I think will be a, a very important uh, level of finance that can be provided from the NAIF to those smaller projects right across the north. Has so it... the Prime Minister is, is absolutely dead keen that we use this as a, a corona recovery yeah. vehicle, and I intend to make it happen. Yeah, I think it's so incredibly important. I mean, for us here in the Northern Territory today, you know, the front page of the paper is reporting that there's going to be uh, uh, cuts to jobs at Inpex. Yesterday, we heard about job cuts at Charles Darwin University. You know, I guess the big concern here in the Territory is when you have job cuts, what you very often see is people leave the Northern Territory to go and head into state, and and what I can see right now is that we really need to get, um, you know, some investment in other projects. We need to sort of get other major projects going to try to to keep industry in the territory or to create new industries, so that in turn, hopefully, it creates jobs and it brings people to the territory. Oh well, that's exactly right. And what I'm seeing in my travels at the moment is there's a real interest in moving back to the regions. Uh, into those uh, smaller areas uh, you know, where they're not jammed mm. up in the city and they're not living in a 30-storey or a 100-storey building or whatever the case may be. Uh, there's been some really incredibly strong real estate interest in sales uh, right across regional Australia and in the north, and it's all about jobs. If yeah. they've got a job to go to, that's where they'll go. Now, have there actually been a lot of applications for territory projects to the NAIF? And I know that there's some detail that you can't go into, but, but is there a real appetite to get things moving in the territory in terms of what's going through the NAIF? Oh, well, there, there absolutely is, and we've made some decisions already. And as you're aware, Charles Darwin Uni, $151 million loan, uh, plus $91 million through the city deal. So they're all very important. There's work around your ports and other locations. Humpty Doo Barramundi's been a great success story. Uh, and, and as you've said, I mean, there are some which are commercial and confidence in the pipeline now, uh, which we'll look to make decisions and announcements on uh, as quickly as we can. But once again, the NAIF will be a very important source of finance uh, for Northern Australia. Uh, we need to get that money on the ground as quickly as possible. Now, Senator Murray Watt, the shadow spokesman for Northern Australia, reckons that he's going to consider the changes carefully once some more details been announced. Uh, he said any changes should be aimed at facilitating real job-producing projects, not just pave the way for more rorts from National Party-controlled funds. He goes on to say uh, that he reckons the NAIF's been a great disappointment to many Australians in the North and has not delivered what was promised. Um, I mean, what would you say to those comments? 
I mean, what, what complete nonsense. All I want to hear from Murray Watt is that, yes, the Labor Party will support the changes in the Senate and the House. We'll get it done as quickly as we can. I mean, is he seriously suggesting uh, that Humpty Doo Barramundi or Charles Darwin Uni or anything to do with the ports uh, are a political decision? I mean, your, your listeners, I think, can see through the BS pretty, pretty quickly, and uh, Mr Watt, well, he's full of it. Minister, how soon can we expect some of these projects that you spoke about to be announced for the Northern Territory? Oh, well, as I've said, there's a pipeline of those projects being assessed now. Uh, they are commercial in confidence. You know, we, we can't go and breach the confidence of proponents that are looking to get their permits done, their finance in place, uh, their approvals from all the different levels of government. Uh, th- there is a process to step through, but the changes that I've announced for the NAIF will ensure that those processes are as quick as we can possibly make it. Uh, we are increasing our risk appetite. We are increasing the number of projects and types of projects that can be funded. And that on-lending partnership with small for smaller loans, I think, will be really important. Now, Keith, I know that uh, you're probably not going to give us any uh, any scoops here, but uh, the federal budget being handed down next week, can we expect much more for the Northern Territory? Well, the answer is yes, and the second answer is of course, and the third answer is jobs, jobs and jobs. <laughs> uh, but the, the PMs, uh, you, you would have seen today's media around the manufacturing fund, yep. uh, that will be critical to uh, drive uh, development right across Northern Australia and in the Northern Territory. Uh, you, you know how, how important it is to look at downstream processing to get that value adding. You've got some great resources that we want to get out of the ground, and we need to make sure we maximise the value for the Australian people. Well, Minister for Northern Australia, Keith Pitt, always good to catch up with you. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Thanks very much. Great to be with you. Thank you. And, uh, well, that is the Minister for Northern Australia, Keith Pitt, there.